0: Today's share in the Shrew Mishnah Buryomi program is Daf Kuf Yud Gimel Omud Aleph. And we are in the second volume of Mishnah Mishnabur, and we're beginning on the very bottom of page, Kofiud Beys, Omud Beys with the last words of the Ramah over here, in Simen Resh Dalet. And the Ramah tells us, Hagah, the Komir Kachas, any sort of a confection, a mixture over here, a jam-like consistency of the fruits or vegetables that we've been talking about, She'en Birim Regilimbo, that a normal, healthy person doesn't eat such a thing. The purpose of eating this confection over here is purely for medicinal purposes. So then, The Ramah tells us that the proper bracha to make is a shahako. We discussed at the end of yesterday's year a lot of issues regarding when you have something for medicinal purposes, you're taking water or some other beverage just to get down a pill, etc. So here the Ramah tells us that if the food itself that you're eating is not really a normally eaten food, and the sole purpose of this food is for refuah purposes, so then you make a near because you have to make some bracha, you're getting hanah from it, but you don't make the primary bracha and that's what the Mishnah Bura tells us over here in Sif nun Nundalit. and he writes, the reasoning is hatam, that you make a shak over here the afternoon, because you didn't get hanah. Even though you got a no, ain't ze ikar also. But this is not the major purpose of that fruit or vegetable that you're eating over here now for this type of hanah. Kivan sheein regilin on v'kach, because normal healthy people do not eat this type of a food, this mixture over here in this fashion, and therefore sh'olmei raklu It's only really used for medicinal purposes, so you can't not make any broch at all because you did get hanah from it. But you don't make the primary bracha that you normally would make on this type of a food if it was eaten in a different way, and therefore you make a shakon ebed well, the Mishnah in Sivkot and says he says, he says in the look however in the Bedeh Kavayis the majority of the Poskim over here disagree with this fact that you should make a Shahakul that the Ramah brings down and he says he brings down in Sivkot in the Sharetzion that this is the Mogin Avram, the Pri Chodosh, and the Vilna Gron who all are these over here who are maskimly agree that Sivkot then in this situation, this confection over here, if the real bracha that you would make on this, if it wasn't for medicinal purposes, would be a borei priates or a borei priadoma, based upon the rules that we've learned in the previous Simonim, So then, the better kabbayis and these other achronim that we just mentioned all would say that you do make the borei priadoma or the borei priates. There are a number of important and interesting deershu footnotes over here. Let's look at Deushu footnote number forty two. <laughs> Hashosa Khaya, kolo. used to do this all the time that they would eat raw eggs in order to have their voice sweet. So, a person who eats raw eggs. So, the Shari Tshuva brings down, in the name of the Machsik Bracha, shav Nobody really enjoys the eating of raw eggs. Nevertheless, you make a Bracha on Shakon, the Because, because you did get Hanar from this. In what way? Because you got nutritional benefit from this egg, and that's also called benefit over here. He brings down from the Das Torah, as well as the Shalut Tshuvas from the Marsham. He writes, He disagrees and says that you do not make a bracha on eating a raw egg. However, that there were people that would eat the raw eggs in this fashion, and therefore, this is in fact a appropriate bracha of Sha'akonyeh B'vro. He means down this is also B'sak the Kitzvah Shulchan the Kaf and the Shilu Satshuva Shevet Levi. Kedas We pass over here like the Machsik Bracha that says that you do make a Shakon Yedbet Issue Footnote number 43 brings down another important discussion. What about feeding tubes and all sorts of devices via which we bypass a person who's unable to eat for whatever the reason, and we put a, a peg tube, a feeding tube, a, a nasal gastric tube, all different sorts of tubes that bypass the throat and bring the food directly into the intestinal system. So he brings down is a person to make a bracha when he eats in this fashion. So he brings up she ain levarach feeding tubes in this fashion. You don't make a bracha Rishona the, when they insert the uh, product into the feeding tube, and you don't make a bracha on it. Why? That's not called eating. That's called getting nutrition, and you don't make a bracha when you get nutrition if you don't have it through the normal channels of eating at all. Clout. He brings down the person isn't eating through his mouth. This was also not called. He agrees with the you don't make a bracha before or afterwards. However, he concludes, you see him, if a person does want to give thanks, after all, is being sustained in this fashion, so you could say some sort of a praise to HaKadosh Baruch, say some sort of a tvila, say a couple kapitlach or something like that. He then brings them from Dayan Weiss Zatzal, B'Shelus Tshuvis Minchas Yitzchok Hebi Masha Kosev B'Shelus He brings them from the Levushi Mordechai Shahol the Achronim There is a difference of opinion over here amongst the Achronim Hayim Nech The Gemara talks about if you feed somebody via a sieve you put something in their mouth to not allow the food to touch their mouth and it goes straight into the throat without touching the throat so to say the mouth So there's a machlokas Is that called achila, not Therefore. Because of that opinion, so Da'in Weiss brings down, he has an unbelievable chumma here. He says, if at all possible, the person who's being fed via the feeding tube should try to listen to somebody making the appropriate bracha. For example, he's having a shahakol through the feeding tube, so somebody who's making a shahakol, he should listen to him, and and have a morning to be yotzi in that fashion. And this is true for bracha rishona and the bracha achronah. And even though we say the Ramon is going to teach us in Simon Reishud Gimel, and nowadays, with the exception of Kiddush and Hamotzi, we normally don't have one person making a B'er and, and being Motzi another person. That's the true, but that's, again, B'diyavid. The Mishnah Burr brings down over there that you can do this. B'diyavid, you are Yotze. And he says, what bigger Ebed is, that, that is there than this situation where the guy is unfortunately only able to eat through a feeding tube? However, he brings down from a Vosnav the Kovitz mei that he says that he disagrees. If you you have a tube, a feeding tube that comes into your stomach, that in regards to a bracha, he says, even though we normally hold that in a you do make a bracha, nevertheless, over here, it's not coming through through the mouth and therefore I think this is the accepted psa that people do not in fact make a bracha in this situation on a feeding tube and certainly if you're getting intravenous nutritional, we have something called total parenteral nutrition TPN various types of nutrition that you can give via a vein via an IV so then certainly you don't make a bracha in that fashion. That's totally, uh, absolutely clear. You don't make a bracha, even for those that would say that you make a bracha on a feeding tube. Lamaisa, again, a person who unfortunately is in this situation does not make a bracha. If he wants to say Shevach to a Kodesh certainly call a kavod. And if you certainly can listen to somebody else make the bracha and be in that fashion, call a kavod again. The issue for the number 44 brings down, why do we make a shahakol in these situations according to the Ramah? Then you're having it for medicinal purposes. So he says, according to this opinion, of the Ramah, as opposed to the opinion, we down from the Bet Kabayis and other achronim that say that you make a Adomo or a, a priya etz if it's appropriate. So he brings that from the Yorah HaShulchan. This medicinal food that you're eating is really only eaten normally by sick people. So we don't make the more elevated bracha in this situation. Because you're not really taking it here for enjoyment, achila purposes, you're only really taking it for medicinal purposes. But you do make a bracha, since you are getting benefit from it, therefore the appropriate bracha, Yorcha Shuchun says, is to make a shakol niyebid varro, and not a more specific, higher level bracha. Sifuid Beis. And the Chaba says, Kol shu ikar. The Mechabra tells us, if you have a food that is the essential food, the imo tvele, and you have a subordinate food there at the same time, and they both have different brachas, obviously, as we've mentioned many times already, you make the bracha on the iker item that you're eating, and not on the subordinate item that you're eating. Now, Mishnaburin Sivkot vav says, this is not the right place for these halachos over here. He says, beis. when we get to Simon Reishud Bays, there we will learn, prote din ikavitafel. we'll have a much greater discussion there and go through the depths of the difference between Icker and Toffel or what constitutes both. But here we just have a small little discussion and the whole continues and he writes arvin oso anything that you're adding to the concoction over here that you're making that is solely for the purpose of a binding agent or for the purposes of giving it a nice aroma or to color the food item we know that food is uh, often presentation is very important in terms of how the food tastes so coloring and all sorts of aromas they make a food much tastier but that's all considered all of these are subordinate to the main food so any ingredient that's being put in over here is a bind agent, or for aroma purposes, or for coloring purposes, even though it may deserve its own bracha if it's eaten by itself, here in this regard it's considered tefila, subordinate, and you only make the bracha on the ikr. However, tam But if the item is being put in there for taste purposes, so then that item harehu ikr, That item becomes the essential item, and therefore you make the bracha on that item, and everything else is considered tofel The Mishnah Brewer explains this if cotton and Zayin. What are we talking about over here? Hamogin avram. The Moggin of Rum, as well as many other Achronim, and the Sharatzion Ost Osmim he brings down this is the Chuvus Chacham Tzvi, the Vulnagon, and in the, in the Bira Gra, and also the Chayodim, the Akhtana, and the Shulchan Shlomo, all of them all hold like this, Heskimu, that they agreed to who Dafka Bechameshus, meaning Dogen. That we're talking here about when you're dealing with one of the five grain products wheat, barley, spelt oats, and rye. There, if the item of the grain, even though it's a minority ingredient, is there for the purposes, not of binding, not of aroma, not of giving it a nice color, but is there for the purposes of giving it a taste, so then, even though it's a minority ingredient, it's from the five grains, even though it is the minority, it is the iker. Grain products always are the essential if they're brought there for the purposes of food. We'll learn these halachos when we get reich However, in regards to all others, if you have a mixture of, let's say, various items of ha'ed, sa'dama, and shahako, then you look at the majority ingredient as being the major ingredient over here. Again, of course, there are some exceptions to this rule, as we've already discussed, but that's a general statement over here that the Mishnah Brewer makes. Only in regards to the five grains do we look at them as a minority agent to Jamaica, mazonos on something that just has a little bit of grain product in it. As opposed to other things, you look more at the majority agent. Back to the Mechaber. The Mechaber says, Therefore, based upon what we just said, if you have honey, that you cook the honey, if you have honey, and you add some sort of a, a fatty wheat to it, I'm not exactly sure what is in, in terms of the wheat, but you're adding some sort of the grains to it. But the grains are not being added there for taste. They're just being there for the purpose of binding the honey in some way. In order to make some sort of a candy, for example, some sort of a sweet thing, so you don't make a bar, even though it has grain product in it because it's purely for binding In this situation, the Mechaber explains it's the honey that's the essential ingredient and the wheat product over here is only being used for binding purposes The It says, however, if you are adding it over here for the purposes of giving it taste into this mixture then it becomes the ikkar, as we've already explained he says this is true however <speaking in Hebrew> he says this is true only if there's actual pieces or part, component over here of this item and it's a Dover <speaking> Choshev <in Hebrew> however for example if you did this with Besam and various spices <speaking in Hebrew> and you put them into this confection over here even though their purpose is over here to give it flavoring then you don't make a separate bracha on them the because their small minority component over here is nullified, is subordinate even though their purpose over here is to give it a taste and therefore the Ramah says therefore the halacha is we only make the bracha on whatever this confection whatever this jam is, whatever bracha it should get and not on the besamen that are added to this jam over here Mr. Bruin, Sifkat Nunches explains has komos according to the majority opinion of the achronim that we just brought down, Af even if there is significant substantial amount over here, a real piece of it, unless it's from the grain products, you don't go after it unless it's the majority ingredient and it's subordinate to the bracha of the majority ingredient. Now we conclude this beautiful Simon Reish Dalit with the final Sif, Sif Yud Gimel. The Mechaber says, Whenever you're not sure what bracha to make, The proper bracha to make is a shahako. The Mishnah Bruh explains in Sif siman and Very, very important to go and remind ourselves what we learned at the end of Simon Reish Beis, the Mishnah Bruh tells us, and look at the Mishnah Bruh over there, Dibur HaMaskul, the Im. Now, in the foot number 45, he says there's a trouble having to turn back over there, and he writes that we learned over there in Sivkat and Pay Dalit. Shalom Namar Din Zeh El Acha Shalomat. This idea that a person can say, I'll make a shackle in everything in life, and therefore I'll never have any questions or problems, is totally wrong if the person hasn't learned. If you spent months learning halachas of brachos, and you still don't know what the answer is, because there's a soft and over here, so then you go make a shahako. However, but somebody should have learned. He had the opportunity and he could have learned and he didn't learn he should not eat he shouldn't eat until he asked the, chokham, what bracha should I make on this thing over here?" And he shouldn't satisfy himself, well with the shako be the that is totally wrong And in fact. In fact, if somebody didn't learn, and he could have, and he just always makes a shako, when in doubt, make a shako. So the El Yerabba brings down about such a person the name of the Arizal. Such a person falls into the category of a boor, an ignoramus. And Chazal gives such a person a because this person is not doing the right thing by saying, I'll just make a shahakul all the time to the event, and I don't have to waste my time Quote learning. That is totally wrong. Finally, Dir foot number forty six brings down when you do have a real suffic, so the HaShulchan says, holchem Deos, kimo Here, you don't count up and say, Well, there are twenty-seven achronim that say this, and only 14 achronim that say that, so let's follow the 27 achronim. He says, in this situation, ima dea even if the more minority opinion is that you make a shako the more majority opinion, ma deos eight so adama, nevertheless he says we in that you should make a shako in this situation, because why go against Albeit it's a minority, but why go against those achronim that do have an opinion that you should make a shackle? You could be yotzi them and bid to be, be yotzi everybody else. Rather than if you make a, a bari piadama or you make a bari piates, you'd only be yotzi according to the opinions that say you should make a bari piadama bari piates, but you would not be yotzi according to the opinion that says you should make a shackle. That is the opinion over here. Of the arach However, the kafachayim brings down. In a situation where everybody says you do make a bracha, it's not a question of do you or do you not make a bracha. For Rakhshanechel, who is a it's just a machlokas. What bracha to make? He says no. You do in fact go after the rovdeos. So you go after the majority opinion, and don't worry that according to the minority, you would not be otsay finally, in the Sharatsion, Os Memches, he brings down that which we said that you make a shahakol that's when the suffolk was between a shahakol and a borpiyadom or a borpiyadz but if the in Mesupak, if you are the something is involving whether you should make a Borei Pre 8s or a Bori Pre Adama. Nobody says you should make a Shako. In that situation, you make a Borei Pre Adama because that's the default position. Bid the Evident. If you make a Borei pri Adama on a Borei Pre eight, you are Yodse. If you make a Bori Pre on a Bori pri you're not Yodse. So therefore, here the default position would be to make a Borei Pre Adama. That concludes Simon Reich Dalit and today's Shir.